Hello, my friends. Welcome to another episode of Deep True Crime. I'm Manny Rodriguez. In today's episode, we're discussing the murder for hire plot against Daniel Markle, Florida State University law professor born and raised in Canada, was gunned down at his Tallahassee home on July 18th of 2014 after going through a contentious divorce with his ex-wife. And let me tell you, my friends, there's a lot of twists to this story. And being a murder for hire plot, there's a lot of people involved in this story. And there's still more people that are dealing with the justice system as their time in court is on its way. And we're going to be diving into all those people. But who is Daniel Markle? Daniel Eric Markle died on July 19th of 2014, a day after being ambushed and shot in his car when he pulled into his home. A Canadian-born attorney and a law professor, he wrote important works on retribution in the criminal law system and sentencing, and his complete focus was the role of punishment in the criminal justice system. A native of Toronto, Canada, he earned a, a Doctor of Law degree at Harvard University in 2001, and after working briefly as a law clerk and junior associate at a law firm, he joined the faculty of Florida State University in 2005. Markle was murdered in Tallahassee, Florida in 2014 in a murder-for-hire plot motivated by child custody issues following his contentious divorce from Wendy Adelson who was also a clinical law professor and child advocate who was also employed at Florida State University at the time. Markle was shot at his home in Tallahassee, Florida shortly before 11 a.m. on July 18th of 2014, and he died the next day. He was talking on the phone as he pulled into his garage, and he said while he was on the phone that he saw someone in his driveway. And the Tallahassee Police Department announced that Marco was the intended victim and they termed his death a murder. On August 1st of 2014, the Associated Press reported that emergency medical response was delayed because a dispatcher erroneously classified the call as less serious than it was. Not too sure how that could possibly happen. This highly regarded and popular professor was the subject of many tributes from the academic community. And at the very beginning, before they had answers, a $25,000 Crime Stoppers re reward was initially offered. And even a separate, independently funded $100,000 award was offered in July 2015. At the time, the one-year anniversary of the murder, the Tallahassee Police Department calls a press conference and they showed photographs of a silver pine Mica Toyota Prius and they started asking the public for help in locating this vehicle. And then, on May 26 of 2016, a suspect, Sigfredo Garcia of Miami Beach, was arrested for first-degree murder based on a warrant issued by a Leon 
County judge. And at the time, Tallahassee police, they would not release any further details, but they did tell reporters that the killing was being investigated as a murder for hire. And the sources said that they expect more arrest in the case. A few days after the murder for hire plot was shared, a judge ordered the probable cause affidavit behind the arrest to be unsealed. And the affidavit, it revealed investigators belief that Garcia and Luis Rivera had traveled from the Miami area in a rented Toyota Prius staying in motels the nights of July 16th and July 17th of 2014 to commit the crime. Evidence included cellular phone, banking, and SunPass electronic toll collection records, security camera footage from buildings, and city buses along the streets Markle and the alleged killers had driven, and the testimony of an unnamed informant along with a nearby witness. The morning of the killing, they had trailed Markle as he ran errands and went to the gym until they could shoot him at his home. So basically they waited until the time was right for them. The affidavit would outline the investigator's theory of the case, that Markle's death was a contract killing in which Charlie Adelson, the brother of Markle's ex-wife, Wendy Adelson, and Donna Adelson, who is Charlie, and Wendy's mother had used Catherine McBanoa as the in-between to hire Sigfredo Garcia and Luis Rivera for the killing. And according to the affidavit, the motive was the desire of the family of Wendy Adelson to allow her to relocate to the Miami area with the children. Now, Catherine McBanoa, she had mothered Garcia's two children was alleged to have been the link between the Adelson family and Garcia and Rivera. Investigators allege that neither Rivera nor Garcia knew Markle, but that Charlie Adelson, Wendy Adelson's brother, was in a personal relationship with Catherine McBanoa, and that Catherine had received a large amount of money from the Adelsons following the killing that McBanoa was the first call that Garcia dialed after Markle was murdered and that Charlie and Donna Adelson disliked Markle. Now the affidavit also noted that Wendy Adelson had been granted 50-50 custody when the couple's acrimonious divorce had been finalized in 2013 when Markle had won an order prohibiting her from moving to Miami with the children. In 2014, Markle filed a motion that would have prohibited his mother-in-law from being alone and unsupervised with the children due to alleged disparaging remarks about their father. On June 17, 2016, two years after the killing, a grand jury in Leon County indicted Garcia and Rivera on charges of first-degree murder in connection with Markle's killing, Rivera had been jailed on unrelated charges since 2014. He had pled guilty in Fort Lauderdale to racketeering conspiracy arising from his leadership of the North Miami group of the Latin Kings gang, and he was sentenced to more than 12 and a half years of imprisonment and is currently incarcerated at the Coleman Federal Prison 
in Central Florida. On July 18th of 2014, you see the media had released videos of the Toyota Prius that was stalking Marco throughout Tallahassee. Sigfredo Garcia was pictured in a Toyota Prius at an ATM in Pembroke Pines wearing a white long sleeve dress shirt. On October 1st of 2016, police arrested Magbanoa and she too would then be charged with murder. On October 4th of 2016, Luis Rivera pled guilty to the charge of murder as part of a plea bargain in which he was sentenced to 19 years in prison, which would run concurrently with another sentence he was already serving. And in his confession, Rivera claimed that Sigfredo Garcia had recruited Rivera to take part in the killing of Markle and that Catherine McBanoa was the woman in the middle doing everything. And Rivera, he had claimed that he did not know the names of the people who had hired Garcia and McBanoa, but that the reason for the killing was because the lady wants her two kids back. She wants full custody of the kids. And of course, the Adelsons deny having any involvement with the death of Dan Merkel. In October of 2019, Catherine McBanoa and Sigfredo Garcia's trial would start and they both would be combined in the same trial. Prosecutors in this trial claimed that Charlie Adelson had arranged to pay Macbanoa, Rivera, and Garcia $100,000 to murder Markle so that Wendy Adelson could get full custody of Markle's and Wendy Adelson's two sons. Of course, at the trial, Macbanoa denied any involvement but claimed that the case presented by the prosecution led her to believe Adelson was involved in the murders. For his part, Garcia claimed that Rivera had carried out the killing alone. On October 11th of 2019, a jury found Sigfredo Garcia guilty of first-degree murder and conspiracy in the 2014 killing of Dan Markle. On October 15th, the jury sentenced Garcia to life in prison without the possibility of parole for the murder charge plus 30 years for conspiracy. But in that particular trial, the jury was unable to reach a verdict on Catherine Magbanoa. And two sources with knowledge of the vote confirmed it was a 10 to 2 for conviction of the 12 who voted on conviction. And so Magbanoa, she did remain in jail, charged as a co-conspirator. And then, on April 21st of 2022, Charlie Adelson was arrested and charged with first-degree murder, conspiracy to commit murder, and solicitation to commit murder. Wendy and Donna Adelson's were also named as co-conspirators. And after several delays due to the COVID-19 pandemic, Catherine McBanoa's retrial would begin May 16th, 2022. And on May 27th of 2022, McBanoa was found guilty of first-degree murder, conspiracy to commit murder, and solicitation to commit murder. This Florida woman, Catherine McBanoa, seen here in a picture with Wendy 
Adelson, the now ex-wife of Daniel Markle, she has been, now she is jailed for life without parole because she arranged a hit on her lover's former brother-in-law. And so she was definitely handed a stiff sentence after being convicted of arranging the execution of the beloved Florida State University law professor in July 2014. And now Charles Adelson, he faces a first degree murder and conspiracy charges over the hit of his ex-brother-in-law in who actually killed Daniel Markle, Sigfredo Garcia, who is the ex of McBanoa and the father of her children. And as she was being sentenced, she was crying her eyes out, living the sad life. Here's the truth. If she knew she was going to get caught, she probably wouldn't have done it. Why do it in the first place? Why do it in the first place? Because truth is, I'm sure as she's sitting there, she's regretting her decisions. She's regretting what she has done. And that's why I do this channel. Because we are inherently evil. We have evilness inside of us. Unfortunately, when you let that evilness out, there are consequences with it. You see, because at the end of the day, as humans, we have emotions. We react to a lot of emotion. We have feelings. We have regrets. I'm sure a lot of us watching this video right now has a lot of regrets. We can look back at things that, hmm, wish we didn't quite do that, right? Wasn't quite worth it, right? Hopefully, we are never so dumb as Catherine was to go and do something so stupid. That's why I want to make you alert as well. Sure, we want to be careful of what's going on around us to protect ourselves, but sometimes we think we could get away with things you really can't. There's a justice system for a reason. We're all monitored by cameras anymore. You're on the street, there's probably a camera somewhere looking at you. But we take that little one minute that we actually think we will get away with things. And truth is, we don't. Whether it's God looking down on you knowing what's going on, or the eye in those cameras watching you or that fingerprint that is left behind or the trail that you didn't think would ever catch up to you how many people over decades of their crime is catching up with them now because of all this advanced dna my friends my warning to you is don't go there if you feel like you're capable of it fight the resistance now fight those things that are talking to you now, you know what you're capable of. You know that anger that can go overboard. Because all it takes is one moment of regret that can affect you for the rest of your life. Ask Catherine McBanoa. Because as she sat there in court crying her tears out, and again, she first said she had nothing to do with this. They're all saying they had nothing to do with it, right? Little by little, they did have something to do with it. These two men who traveled from Florida didn't even know Daniel. And guess what? One of them was the ex of Catherine. She really gonna say she has nothing to do with this? So my friends, my point is, this stuff will catch up to you. Don't go there. Now Catherine's defense attorney, Tara Kawas, she try to get a minimum sentence for the additional charges of, of 172 and a half months. That was an unsuccessful try. And her attorney tried to say about Catherine, who did not speak 
At her sentencing, her attorney said she does think about Dan Markle every single day. She does think about his kids every single day. Not a day goes by that she doesn't express how her heart is broken for the Markle family. Now again, would she be feeling like this if she was not caught? That's my whole point. Now, all the regret is sitting in. Don't go there, my friends. Don't go there. Control it the best you can. Now, Daniel Markle's sister, Shelly Markle, she gave a victim impact statement at the hearing, expressing the family's grief following his murder. And she said, eight years he has not been with us, and in those eight years, we continue to suffer. His murder has been horrible for me and my family, shocking, surreal, and so hard to understand. His future was cut short. Imagine what was ahead of him. Daniel Marco, taken at the young age of 41 years old, had so much life to live. Two beautiful children adored him. And because his selfish ex-wife, Wendy Adelson, was unable to return to South Florida, because Marco had joint custody of their young children, she did the unthinkable. This world-renowned legal professor was shot with a single gunshot wound to his head, and he was found behind the wheel of his car outside his home. Now, Adelson, indicted by a grand jury on charges of first-degree murder, conspiracy, and solicitation to murder, prosecutors say that technicians were able to enhance the sound on a 2016 video recording that was made secretly of him talking to McBanoa inside a noisy South Florida restaurant, La Dolce Vida. In the Adelson family, they had been under surveillance by investigators trying to solve this Markle's killing for years. And the recording, this includes statements by Charles Adelson, which can be heard clearly for the first time. Wendy Adelson, she had told authorities that her brother had joked about hiring a hitman as a divorce present, but had decided instead to buy her a television. That's a strange comment alone. And so following the murder, FBI agents, they recorded a conversation between McBanoa and Charlie Adelson at the La Dolce Vita restaurant in Miami in 2016. And so there's a huge legal debate over the admissibility of the recording because parts of the conversation you really couldn't understand, but a newly enhanced version was presented before McBanoa's second trial. McBanoa, not only was she in this romantic relationship with Charlie Adelson, she also had two children with Sigfredo Garcia, which is one of the convicted hitmen who killed Marco. And so it's really hard for her to even try to claim her innocence in this whole matter. And Adelson's family, they were desperate to have their daughter and the couple's two children move closer to them in South Florida. But Marco had successfully fought his ex-wife's attempt to relocate with the children. So again, what were they thinking was going to work for them here? And an affidavit for McBanoa's arrest alleged that she had deposited over $50,000 in cash into her bank account in the 16 months after the murder. And police previously released probable cause affidavits 
that revealed Garcia called Macbanoa 2,700 times in the three months before Markle's murder. There were also a number of calls on July 1st, 2014, which was 17 days before Markle was killed between Adelson, Macbanoa, Garcia, and a phone registered to Harvey Adelson, which is Markle's former father-in-law. A number of phone calls also occurred between midnight and 1 a.m. among Adelson, his mother Donna, Macbanoa, and Garcia on July 18th, the day Markle was murdered. And also, a probable cause affidavit also reveals that in the days and months after the murder, Garcia purchased a new car and motorcycle. Records also show that Rivera also purchased a motorcycle within 10 days of the murder. Meanwhile, Macbanoa began receiving checks from Adelson and his father's dental practice, the Adelson Institute, from September 2014 to January 2016. In 2016, video footage was aired showing an undercover agent who posed as Rivera's brother confronting Markle's former mother-in-law, Donna Adelson as part of a sting operation. The agent approached Donna on the street and said that his brother was in need of money and asked her for $5,000 to help out the man. The man tells Donna, I wanted to let you know that my brother, he helped your family with this problem your family had up north. He's going through some rough times and I want to make sure that you take care of what he's going through. And Donna, she appears shocked and taken aback in video of the interaction, which was revealed for the first time on an episode of 2020, but not as shocked as authorities were after they saw what happened next. And I remember watching this on 2020. Soon after Donna met the agent claiming to be Rivera's brother, her son Charles called his then-girlfriend Macbanoa, and he says to her, you better kill him because he's going to be a big problem. If you can't do it, I'll have someone else do it. Magbanoa, she also reached out to Garcia after the sting. Charlie says, right after that video sting operation, Charlie and Magbanoa, they meet in a restaurant on April 20th of 2016. Catherine Magbanoa, sentenced to life in prison for being the middle person that had the hitman hired and Daniel Marco killed. My friends, I'm Manny Rodriguez. Thank you for joining me today and I hope you have an amazing, amazing day. Peace.